Hello, hello. This is Yuri with Moving Sales Professionals. Thank you very much for joining me for yet another episode of our podcast. With me today, I have Managing Director of Crisscross Moving and Storage and the Winning Journey podcast host as well out of UK. That's, that's really I got good. with me, Chris McGee. How you doing? Thank you very much for having me on, Yuri. Uh, yeah, I'm doing great today. Um, couldn't be better. And I really appreciate the opportunity for, for coming on and speaking today. No problem, no problem. We try to keep it across all ponds. That's so, it. Yep. Connecting connecting the US and the UK. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Chris, how did you get uh, started in the removal industry? So, I, well, what I've done, it was a bit of an accident. I started uh, a lot of years ago. I came back from Australia and I was, I was working in a job as an administrator in an asbestos lab which was a bit strange. I was working construction out in Australia and doing like different odd jobs and stuff. But I came back and I ended up working in an office and I absolutely hated it. And in my spare time, what I would do was I would go to auctions and buy like furniture and then sell it on Gumtree and just sort of buy buy on Facebook marketplace as well. And what tended to happen people started asking me, could I do deliveries of the furniture? So then I had to start borrowing vans to deliver furniture. And then eventually I sort of realized there was money to be made in this game. So I went out and bought a van and started doing furniture deliveries, started doing clearance work. And then all of a sudden we evolved into crisscross removals and storage. Um, Maybe two years later, 2019 time, we started doing a lot of moving, like house moving. And then we rebranded and changed our messaging, changed our marketing to just removals and storage. And we've just kind of taken it step by step from there. Okay, awesome. You know, it's interesting. I find that all the companies that I talk to and all the people I talk to, it seems that a lot of people end up in, in these jobs as an accident. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I kind of did too. So, you know, too, so that's that, that's interesting that way that it seems to be common trend across across the pond all over us uk it, it seems to be the the common trend everywhere that uh, we've just happened to fall into this you know yeah i mean unless what, what i tend to find is a lot of people would end up falling in this industry through like a generational thing like through family business or whatever else and um, anybody that actually starts their own business they fall into it by accident i don't ever remember anybody in kindergarten we were from or primary school where we we're from um saying when i grow up i want to be a, a i want to work in the a moving industry or removals industry right so, no i don't think anybody um, if it doesn't have by accident right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but... that's that that's kind of how we ended up here okay. it was good money though even as a side hustle so tell me about the the podcast the winning journey okay so the winning journey is it's actually a rebrand of a, a podcast that i've launched twice and, and under different names it started out as a lockdown project over lockdown number one back in 2020. And then I rebranded it in 2021. But due to the extensive growth of crisscross removals, I didn't have time to be recording podcasts, editing them, promoting it. It was just a lot of work to do on my own. Um, so this time around, because I've built a stronger team, um, I've rebranded it now to the women journey. We've set up a studio. Uh, and what we do is we inter- interview entrepreneurs, uh, you know, boxers, MMA fighters, basically anybody who has created any sort of value in the industry or the chosen hobby or the chosen field that they've went into and talk about their mindset and how they sort of, how they've, how they've uh, pushed to do great things and whatever they're doing. So talk about their struggles, talk about their mindset, talk about their challenges. 
um, talk about their wins um, and just talk about, you know, their business and their life in general. Sounds interesting. Maybe I can get on that one day. Yeah, <laughs> your, 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 your name's in the line. All right. I appreciate <laughs> so, that. We'll I get appreciate you on over that. the next few weeks. Okay. Yeah, awesome. And now for a quick message from our sponsors. For a limited time only, we have partnered with an SEO and marketing company with discounted rates for their services. Schedule an appointment via Calendly link below to learn more. Thank you. And now getting back to the podcast. So how do you keep, I mean, you're doing, obviously you're juggling a lot of roles and uh, you got, you got, once again, you got the podcast, you got the removal company. How do you mm -hmm. keep on top of operating uh, the business and, you know, crisscrossing it with home lifestyle and everything else? So uh, one thing I've really developed over, especially in 2023 is um, managing my time a lot better. And the way that I do that is by sort of strictly scheduling myself to do certain tasks, certain times throughout the week. Um, and make, making my health a priority is, is, is a big one there, you know, eating the right foods, getting enough sleep, um, making sure that I'm, you know, hitting the gym and, and looking after my health first and foremost, that's, that's a non-negotiable, but I need to start doing the, that. Yeah. Uh, you honestly, you, you think you're, if you think you're operating at a, at a high level, when, when you start getting on top of your health and your sleep, it, it takes it to a whole different, different level. What I what I find is as well when when I've managed my time well and I've scheduled my week out that I know exactly what I'm doing on a day by day basis, it really helps to to, to sort of chip away at little projects that you're working on. So that's kind of how how I manage my time. Um, but yeah, some it doesn't work like that every day. Some days there is chaos thrown upon you, and you do have to 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 push things back. But you know, if you spend eighty to ninety percent of your time working on your scheduled tasks and your most important things, then um, you will start to see progression. And now for a quick message from our sponsors. If you're a moving business owner, you may have already heard of Moversville, an email marketing service that helps moving companies increase, repeat, and referral business. But have you heard of Moversville Connect? Moversville Connect is an incredible resource for all things moving. They feature an array of vendors and services that cater specifically to the moving industry. You can find companies that provide moving software, moving sales services, marketing services, moving equipment providers, and much, much more. Visit moversville.com to learn more. Now, what is the most important aspect of running a removal business for you? Um, for me, it's always customer service. Um, we have an ethos in crisscross removals, you know, how does this affect the crew? How does this affect the company? And most importantly, how is this going to affect the customer? So whenever I'm making decisions in regard to any changes we're making, any any business changes, anything that, that, that's going to change things for the team and we're going to have to retrain them, we ask those three questions. And when we're focusing on the customer, how is it going to affect the customer and, and how is it going to give them more value for money? So I always say focus on the customer and whenever, especially if there's anybody listening to this who's starting a moving company, if you're, your your number one focus at the beginning, should, you know, should be the customer, should be, it shouldn't be on money. And when you focus on getting those reviews in and, and you keep that focus on the customer, you will, you will grow a great company. So that, that, that's my, my view on the most important aspect. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, it's the same thing with, with us here. We obviously, we talk to a lot of customers and you got to think long-term. Uh, mm -hmm. It's not, Absolutely. it's not, it's not about that extra, you know, 50 quid or dollars or whatever else that you're making, that you're making today. It's about what is that 
saving that customer, not making that extra money today, what can that turn into down the road? Because ultimately it's, it is about re renewals. It, it is about referrals. It is about what you can do yourself to grow your business down the road. You're trying to build a brand. If you're not, you're in the wrong industry. It's, it's all about branding. It's all about being able to build something that people will, will be able to say, this is a product. This is a company you should go to. This is who you should be using because they are the class. Absolutely. I, I completely agree. And the thing about the thing about businesses like the moving industry or removals or home services, whatever you, whatever you want to call it, you know, it could be anything, it could be plumbers, electricians. If you're running, it's a local business. And most of the time, you know, you're, you're servicing an area or a city. And if you're working for companies or individuals or you're doing high-end work and high-end moves and high-end houses, people will talk. And if, you know, if one thing I've always looked at is if, you know, you're, if, if there is a, a, a little money thing with a customer or whatever, if you, if what I've always found, if I look back through the chain of communication, there was a mistake or a miscommunication somewhere down the line. Now, that's not to say that people will try and take you on. They do, but. Um, if you that that that's where you learn your lessons, and that's where you tighten up your 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 sales um scripts and th those kind of things. But um, it's really important that if you are in a local business, you, you your reputation is everything because people talk and you think your city's big, but it's not really. Um, people will uh, talk about you, and if you have a bad reputation, then it'll it'll spread fast. It'll spread faster than a good one. Yeah, that's for sure. It's the same thing we see here in U.S. Obviously, where uh. People are that much more likely to put up a bad review when they're upset about something than put up a good review when they're happy. So Absolutely. you need to, agree. if you just did a great job, capitalize on that immediately. It doesn't matter if you're in UK, Canada, or US, where we operate, obviously. Uh, so it, it doesn't matter where you are. It's 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 the same. That particular, there, there are things that are the same in this industry. And it's if you got a happy customer, Get them to put a review for you right there before you leave the job. Because guess what? Tomorrow, day after tomorrow, they, they're going to forget about it. Yeah, uh, that's that's certainly important. And when, when we're touching on while we're touching on reputation, one thing that I've always found as well is that people don't always leave bad reviews straight away. What they'll do is they'll call your company and they'll give you an opportunity to fix it. And if at that stage their experience is is still negative or even more negative. That's when they'll leave a bad review. So you have the yes, of course, mistakes happen and, and all that. But what your company should be able to uh, deal with deal with mistakes and 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 deal with bad things in the office if they do happen. And I always find that if you can, if you, if something happens on a job or whatever, they call the office and you deal with that in a professional and a professional manner. Then they we've actually turned bad not bad experiences, but something small might have happened we've turned them into positive reviews because of how we dealt with it yeah it's absolutely it's also it's it's part of everything whether it's customer service or it's sales or any of that stuff you want to uh whether they choose you or not whether they do business with you or not you want to leave them in a good taste in your in your mouth you know there's a there's a fine line about how many times you should be calling the same person what we find here, obviously, are realm of sales. So what we find often is that there are moving companies or removal companies where uh, people don't understand necessarily the sales process. And that puts us in a difficult situation because 
there's a fine line between being assertive, being aggressive, and stalking. You don't you never want to cross in the into the stalking room. You always want to stay where when you start hearing that as a salespeople, what we hear on the phone is important. And not just in terms of what they're saying, but how they're saying it. So yeah. if you're starting to hear that air of negativity, if you're starting to hear that uh a little bit of annoyance in the person's voice, that's your hint to lay off, you know? So it's like, because here's the thing, the company may, the person may not choose your company, right? But it's how you leave it off. So mm-hmm. it's, they may not choose your company, but if they're like, okay, well, and somebody asked them, let's say they're their friend that's looking to potentially move in a couple of weeks is asking, well, how did your move go? And the guy go, there's two things that can happen. He said, oh, well, this wasn't as great as I would have hoped. And, you know, there was this one company that were reaching out to me, too, and they were really accommodating, and they asked a lot of questions. I didn't choose them, but maybe I should have. That's great. You just got yourself a referral, right? Yeah. Or this, yep. the same situation can go the other way, where the guy says, yeah, you know, it didn't work out, but thank God I didn't choose this other company because they were inundating me with calls, they were blowing up my phone. Uh, oh my God, I would never use these people. They're they're so bad. I already told them not to you, and they still still kept on calling me. They're Guess just what? there's a right fine there, line indeed. You lot you're not gonna get a repeat customer from that guy that just used somebody else that might have used you next time in the first mm-hmm. case, right? Uh, you're not gonna get this other person that they were talking to, and then the person that they were talking to may not tell his, some of his other friends that may also be looking about a good thing about you. So not only did you not get a referral, you actually have some negative publicity that are going to be there about you and about how you were handling that one potential customer. So it's Absolutely. like all, yeah. all of that stuff comes down to it. It's about how you're handling it. It's, it's overdoing it like that. I, I have a client like that right now. I, I love him to death. He's He's great. And I understand, you know, Right now, every company that's out there, removal or moving, we're spending, and us too, you know, we're spending a lot more money on advertising than you ever used to. Mm-hmm. And reality is, it's not because your people are not doing a good job. It's the reality of the current business market when it comes to moving. You have to spend more on advertising than you ever did before. You have to do things differently. If you don't start making changes, you're going to stay in the past and you're going to have companies that have been in business less than you that understand the importance of this stuff. They're going to jump ahead of you because you want to stay with your old ways. You need well, to... Market, yeah, yeah, I completely agree. And um, I'm sure a lot of maybe sort of people who are closer to retiring are finding that problem that they don't want to learn the new the new ways of marketing. Marketing has become a lot more, it's the same thing, but it's become a lot more complex. It's become a lot more creative. There's been, there's so many different ways to do things between, you know, what you're creative on TikTok or, or is different to your creative on Facebook, is different to your creative on Instagram. So I think it's, most people don't understand that marketing isn't anymore just putting up a couple of posts a week. Or putting up a, a like it was back in the day, putting an ad in the yellow pages of the newspaper. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works anymore. I mean, it's it's all online, and there's a new generation of people coming through now. And 
there's a couple of guys in, in the United Kingdom who are doing it really well. Um, one of my friends, uh, Josh Pask, he, his, his marketing's fantastic. And they, he really understands the, 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 how to use the different platforms and what creative works well. And the, these, guys, these guys are gaining market share and, and it, it's happening fast. And, you know, if, if, if the older people, uh, the older sort of people who are pushing towards retirement or are not interested in, in gaining market share via social media, then they're going to miss out on a big opportunity in their, their final years of business. Yeah, absolutely. And it's one of the things like, you know, I, uh, that's why I really like war, war, Warren's war, Warren removals. I really like their, their show because it's, it's, it's something that's creative. It's something that's new and it's something that not only is it attracting removal men, right? Not only is it attracting industry professionals where it's removals are moving, you know, I've turned on a few people on our side of the pond on, onto Warren's stuff. But, uh, I think it's great because it's attracting, um, not just removal people, but it's also attracting people just in generally that find entertainment value into what he's putting out there. But ultimately, it's getting his name out. You can't, yeah. you can't. I mean, you you can and you can't buy that kind of publicity because it's something that's that's out there that people are going to think about it. You know, it's something. It's doing something new. One of my clients have been in business for over twenty two years. It's a company that's been doing well, and the, most of their business comes from repeat customers and referrals and stuff like that. But the problem is, is that he, because he used to rely on that very heavily, he wasn't really focused on Facebook. He wasn't really focused on some of the social media advertising. And this is exactly what I told him just the other day. I said, you, if you don't start doing this stuff, you're going to be left behind because not as many you're not getting as many people that are out there, especially in U.S. You know the current interest rates and everything else is hitting us pretty hard over here. So it's it's so it's, it's getting more competitive. It's it's been getting because there's less work out there, and at the same time, uh, there are more companies that are using social media that are using other platforms to market their stuff versus some of the older companies that their quality is great, their service is great, they got all that stuff perfected, but they're losing the media and marketing and social media battle. They absolutely are. You have newer companies that are passing the old boys by because old boys are not willing to try something new. They're not willing to make changes because they're saying, well, we this has worked for us in the past. Past is the past. You got to stay with the times. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we've we've just finished moving our uh, office into a new warehouse recently and getting our, our storage operation upgraded and up and running, which has taken a lot of my time. So, the last couple of months, we we haven't been doing as much social media marketing as we want, but we're about to take it up another notch, um, really really soon. Um, my next hire is definitely going to be um somebody to do with marketing, whether it's to help edit videos, because I understand most companies now have a marketing department instead of outsourcing into a marketing agency. A lot of big companies have an actual department for the marketing to shoot videos, to edit videos, to you know, put out two or three pieces of content. Each pl 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 yeah, I mean, it's that's the way it's going. If you're not thinking about a marketing department in your business, um, it, it's uh, you're missing out on something. But just in regards to the Warrens, like I'm, I'm friends with Warren. I've, you know, I've known him for about three years now. I've had the pleasure of spending time at his facility in, in England. Um, fantastic setup. He's got a great team out there and his YouTube show is absolutely brilliant. And it's really doing it something different to the industry. 
um you know it's something that people aren't haven't not, not even doing out in america and, and it's it's fantastic um yeah I actually i actually have suggested to somebody recently to take uh somebody's telling me oh i'm thinking of doing something i said check this out this is like the way that it's done because it's uh it's definitely done very well professionally i don't know what he's playing for his videographer but i'm sure it's an arm and a leg because it's it looks pro it definitely it, looks it's pro. very good and there, there's another company in the united kingdom um, and I, th I think Warren mentioned this on your podcast, uh, Asheville, which is a construction company based in London. He has three full-time videographers working in his business alongside him in order for to do his weekly YouTube show. So it just goes to show you how important that it's becoming. And I know it's important in the US, 100% important in the UK as well. And it's certainly something that I'm that I'm really taking seriously right now because as the interest rates go up, it is competition's going to go up. There's less people moving, and we really need to be in front of people. And it's it's we, we were all we 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 were all gifted with the beauty of the pandemic. Um, and I, I say that because the the pandemic obviously caused a big rush in the housing market, which oh, meant yeah. that we 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 were getting gifted moves left, right, and center throughout same, 2020, same 2021. Here. Same. So here. now now we're now we're about to go into a challenging time, and I, I think you know. Everybody who thought they were doing well in 2021, even the, the, the D players were doing well in 2021, 2022. So it's going to be the A players that come out on top over the next three to five years. And I'm certainly going to make sure that Chris crosses up there as well. Yeah, yeah. We definitely, once again, we have to be creative. We have to adjust to the times. Don't 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 lose that battle. You're going to lose that. It's it, You don't want to be on the other end of it. You definitely want to make things no. creative. But anyway... Um, it's good. It's good to have you on. It's it's a pleasure. We're, we've obviously touched on a lot of subjects, so lots of great content here. So, guys, continue tuning in. Uh, tune in to Chris's uh, podcast. Uh, we're gonna have some links available for you here. And uh, as we always say, the world moves on its own. So let the professional move yours for you. Thank you very much for joining Let's Talk Moving podcast, and have a wonderful day. We'll talk soon. Thank you, Chris. Thank you very much. All the best.